0: Thank you for joining me on the podcast, Finding the Godspark. My name is Antonio. This is episode seven of my first series called Desire Versus Resistance. In this series, I combine the books Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art, and I also weave in my own thoughts. I will be giving away a copy of Think and Grow Rich at the end of this series as well, so please follow along and don't miss out on potentially getting this fantastic self-help book for free. Enjoy the episode. Part 7. Sex Energy Napoleon Hill considers sex desire or sex energy as the most powerful human desire. Three constructive potentialities of sex are 1. The perpetuation of mankind 2. The maintenance of health 3. The transformation of mediocrity into genius through transmutation Transmutation is the transferring or changing of one element or form of energy into another. Sex transmutation is a switching of the mind from thoughts of sex just being a physical expression to thoughts of some other nature. Sex desire can bring about imagination, courage, willpower, persistence, and creative ability. If harnessed properly, it can be a powerful tool in writing, art, or anything creative, or in any profession or calling. The concept of sex transmutation is so strong to Mr. Hill, he puts the status of genius on those that have learned to use the sex energy for creative endeavors. He recommends giving the sex emotion an outlet through creative effort, instead of trying to submerge the desire completely. Achievement versus age is discussed here as well. Maybe the reason most don't achieve great things until the age of 40 or higher is because of using sex energy for purely physical endeavors or sowing the wild oats as it were. The desire for sexual expression is the strongest and most impelling of all human emotions. And for this reason, this desire, when harnessed and transmuted into action, other than that of physical expression, may raise one to the status of genius. Reading through this section of the book brought back memories of how I felt during times I had a woman in my life. I remember being much more enthusiastic about activities and new goals. Even if I was working in the kitchen and she was a server, I would look for her name on the ticket and put a little extra effort into the dish so that she may get a better tip. Admittedly, though, relationships have always been a big puzzle for me. Because of my past, I've developed a comfort in my own company. I've had issues finding a like minded woman. I tend to go long periods of time between relationships, so I fall for purely physical, purely sexual relationships very easily. Maybe the current problem is being accustomed to small towns where the male population is much higher than females. I feel a big energy shift. Even just after a few days when a female arrives, things feel a bit more balanced, instead of being a huge sausage fest. It's interesting to me that Mr. Hill mentions animals only having sex in season, and our inclination is to have sex as often as possible. In the book, overindulgence in sex is like overindulgence in any other stimulation, such as alcohol, narcotics, etc. Overindulgence in these things may result in loss of reason, willpower, or motivation. Sex alone is a mighty call to action. When love is mixed with the sex emotion, the result is calmness of purpose, poise, accuracy of judgment and balance. Emotions are a state of mind. A quick paragraph from the book. The emotion of love brings out and develops the artistic nature in all of us. It leaves its impress upon one's very soul, even after the fire has been subdued by time and circumstance. Memories of love never pass. They linger guide, and influence long after the source of stimulation has faded. Every person who has been moved by genuine love knows that it leaves enduring traces upon the human heart. The effect of love endures because love is spiritual in nature. If you believe yourself unfortunate because you have loved and lost, perish the thought. One who is loved truly can never lose entirely. Love is whimsical and temperamental. It comes when it pleases and goes away without warning. Accept and enjoy it while it remains, but spend no time worrying about its departure. Worry will never bring it back. If we learn to accept and enjoy love while it's here with us, we can accomplish new heights of achievement. This actually makes me think of the intense love I get towards nature while using psychedelics. It should be universal, yes? If, while using psychedelics, I feel connected to the trees, the birds, the insects, and the earth in general, and if I feel intense love for nature, dogs, cats, horses, etc., Why then is it difficult to set aside differences with humans? Unlike the unconditional loyalty and love a dog offers, we humans pull a lot of shit on each other. As I get older and experience more things, I realize I'm finding certain faults in another person because that fault is part of me as well. Does this mean real love will not find me until I have unwavering love for others? This whole process of writing is doing a fantastic job of creating within me many new ideas, new ways of thinking, and much more awareness. I recommend this for all out there. Pick up that pen or get that keyboard ready. It really is great therapy. That's it for part seven. Thank you for joining me. Antonio signing off for now.